Hi, this is Heidi. Episode 17, Holiday Expectations. This podcast is for people seeking confidence and courage to show up bigger and shine their unique light in life. I'm glad you're here. Hello, family and friends. Well, we are all family right now, right? Episode 17. Did you guys know that 17 is my favorite number? Probably not. I was born on the 17th, which is probably where it all started a long, long time ago. Then several years ago, I realized that if my children get married and have the same number of children that Bill and I have, we are going to be a family of 17. So I call our retirement savings plan saving for 17 to give us some motivation. Episode 17, I'm going to take a wild guess and say a lot of podcasts don't get to episode 17. So I'm happy we're here and I see a long future ahead. So right now that I'm recording this, it is December 2019 and most people are preparing for or carrying out family gatherings eating dinners, parties, maybe weekend trips or vacations or family reunions, the such. There can be a lot of expectations we put on ourselves and we put on our children and spouses and we kind of put on everyone. And these expectations might seem like they come from a good place, from good intentions. Maybe they come from past experiences and happy memories that we want to replay again. Or maybe your expectations come from what you think other families are experiencing, thinking that the way they do it is better, or that you don't measure up. Or you think that other people expect you to do something every year because it's tradition and you don't want to disappoint people. Or the fact that you can't keep up the tradition means that you are going to fail somehow. Fail who? No one knows. You're going to fail the universe? I don't know. Whatever your expectations are and however they've crept into your thoughts this year, I'm going to guide you through evaluating your current expectations, questioning them, and setting realistic and healthy expectations for yourself because you can only control yourself. Now, first, I want you to think for a few minutes about what you want or expect from yourself and others this month. Write it down if you can. Everything from sending holiday cards to how many gifts you're going to give to the holiday and family gatherings. Write it all down. Now, I want you to think of one specific event, and then we're going to go through this event and question your expectations. And then you're going to be able to use that same process for everything else you have going on. So let's use Christmas morning as one example. And be really honest with yourself and what you expect from people that you are going to be with. Do you expect them to be happy with their gifts? What do you expect to get from other people, gifts or otherwise? How do you expect people to act? Do you have expectations of what people will wear, how they'll act, how they'll eat or drink, what they'll say? Do they need to be happy or gracious? Now be careful. We don't use the word expect a lot in our thoughts or conversations. So this is how the expectations are going to show up in our heads. I want my children to love their gifts. I want my spouse to be surprised and happy with his presence. 
I am planning the most perfect Christmas breakfast. I never like the meal my mother makes on Christmas. This is the one day I hope uncle so-and-so doesn't drink too much. I never get what I want or my sister re-gifts to me. I wish my neighbors had a cookie exchange or get together. I want my family to get along and put differences aside for once. So just an hour ago, I was coaching a client and it's her son's birthday and she was mad because he wasn't happy with what had happened that morning and she had done all these things for him. And we all do this, you guys. We do these things and we want other people to be happy. We have expectations that on their birthdays or holidays or other things that they're going to have a certain emotion. So let's go back to the Christmas morning expectations. They may or may not be ones that I listed above. Then ask yourself, why do you want those things? Really make your brain answer that question. Why do you want your children to love their gifts? Maybe your answer is you want them to be happy and feel loved. But the gift doesn't make them happy and you don't either. It's always going to be what they think about the gift or about you. And you don't always know what they're thinking. We don't know and understand the lens through which they see their gifts and the world. Now, why do you want the perfect Christmas breakfast? And whatever is the perfect Christmas breakfast? Let's just say that you do happen to make the perfect Christmas breakfast. How will you feel? Are you going to feel happy and peace? Well, guess what? Like the cinnamon rolls and the orange juice and the crispy bacon, they don't jump into your body and your head and make you think a certain way. We all see the breakfast and it could be cold cereal. Or did you know in the past, every year now, I go to the mall and I buy Cinnabon cinnamon rolls for us to heat up on Christmas morning. It's no work on my part. It's one day a year I get to eat them. To me, it's perfect. Now, you get to decide what the best Christmas breakfast is. Don't tell yourself it has to be perfect. But if you can't rid yourself of that word and that thought, decide whatever you do is going to be perfect. And remember, perfect really means complete. So the breakfast you do will be perfect and complete. And the people sitting around the table get to have whatever emotions they want, which come from their thoughts about the food and will probably come from other thoughts that they've had about the morning. So don't expect to be able to control them. Create the breakfast you want, having it come from love or what you are feeling, then allow everyone else to have their experience. Don't set up the breakfast for your own disappointment. Now, on to the next expectation. Why do you want your children or spouse or in-laws or boyfriend to love their gifts? I remember many, many years ago, my oldest son asked for a Star Wars Jedi robe and I bought a pattern. I bought the coolest fabric. I made a robe. I gave it to him Christmas morning. He was very unimpressed and didn't like it. And I remember that my feelings were so hurt. I had big expectations that he'd love it. Well, it turns out that his four or five-year-old idea of the robe was very specific to a style in a certain episode of the movie that I didn't know about. I then mirrored his disappointment. Now, as a side note, I did end up making him the exact robe he wanted. But in hindsight, it's interesting for me to watch how that day was a letdown because I had such high expectations of his response. So again, I've asked a couple times, why do we want them to love their gifts? 
giving gifts is giving a part of us. We want them to accept and like that part of us. And usually we take time to be thoughtful and a gift usually is a sacrifice of money or time. So we desire that the gift to be liked. And if it isn't liked, we make it mean something about us. We make it mean that the person is rejecting us when that isn't the case at all. Maybe the sweater doesn't fit your mother. Maybe she has another one in her closet. Maybe you bought the wrong lightsaber with the wrong handle, which I did until I learned more about Star Wars years ago. Maybe that person isn't capable of liking what they're given, no matter what they're given. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Now, I want to offer to you that you can decide to think everyone will love what I give them, and I put a lot of time and effort into each gift. Our happiness comes from our interpretation of what the receiver does and doesn't do when they're given a gift. Now, as this month goes on, notice your expectations and deliberately ask yourself, why do I want this? Don't take them as a group. Evaluate each one. Why do you want to keep some of the things that you're going to do in your expectations? You can tweak some and you can just dump one or two if they need to be deleted. Because people have such high holiday expectations of nonstop joy and happiness, it's a time when people feel more intense feelings of loneliness and sadness. And I want to offer to you that the holidays are going to be their own set of 50-50. There's going to be 50% positive and 50% negative on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, all month. In fact, the joy of seeing your son open his new Ronaldo jersey will be so great that an equal amount of disappointment that the Apple AirPod Pros haven't shipped is going to appear. Nothing has gone wrong. Now, let's talk about how people act at the holidays. Allow people to come or behave as they are. They are doing the best they can. If they always arrive drunk, don't expect different. If they always bring three times the presence of the limits that you have set, don't expect different. If they always bring store-bought pies and you only want homemade on your table, be super happy with their pies. Side note, have you guys tried the Wegmans chocolate pie? It is amazing. Boom, right there. I've saved you some time. Okay, everyone gets to act the way they want. They can behave whichever way they choose. It's their free agency. We can set boundaries limits of how much time we want to be with people. Gently ask someone to watch their language around your kids. Tell someone you're starting the gift exchange at a certain time, if they maybe always run late, but then don't allow your emotions to be affected by them still being themselves during the holidays. When we expect people to be anything other than what they are, we prevent ourselves from enjoying and experiencing them exactly as they are, which is perfect. They are perfect and complete. It's a month of love, you guys. This concept will help you access very quickly that love if you let it sink into your brain. Let's just love each other as we are. Now, switching gears a bit to expectations for help during the holidays. Do you want certain people to prepare certain things or help clean up? Make sure you tell them. And it always goes over a little better if you make the request in a very nice and kind way, not in a manipulative or controlling or immature way. Christmas is especially tiring on parents with young kids. 
If you want your husband to help in a specific way during the day, tell him, I'd love it if we could do this together. Or I'll make the meal and I'd love you to take the lead in cleaning. No one has a crystal ball. Tell people what you're thinking and where you'd love their assistance. Most people are dying to help and serve and they want to know where they're needed. Now, this isn't the time to start listing off all the times in the past that they didn't help you. Stick with the present. And now that you've asked for their help, allow people to help to the highest level of their abilities. Accept their offering. Don't criticize. This can be a hard one for me, but I see over and over that if I correct someone who did something their way and I show them my way, it isn't very loving. It doesn't make them want to help again. And I've learned that my way isn't always the right way. This is a good area to remember that there are multiple right ways to load a dishwasher or vacuum floors or fold clothes or so on. Now, finally, remember expectations are resentment in the making. Set reasonable goals and expectations for yourselves, but ground them in your values and priorities for the month. Are you making time to really connect with the people you love? Maybe watching holiday movies or making homemade hot chocolate with them? Are you taking care of yourself enough this month? Exercise, sleep, saying no when you need to so you can be happy and handle the emotions and activities that you are choosing? Remember, it is all a choice. No one is forcing you to host a New Year's Eve party. No one is forcing you to buy gifts to keep up with the neighbor kids. Own your actions, know the reason why you're doing these things, and then allow all the emotions of the holidays. Nothing has gone wrong when there's a little anger, hurt, loneliness, and disappointment mixed in with the happiness, surprise, and joy of this month. Feel all of it and know that it makes you human. And it's so great to be on this earth with this experience with the amazing humans in our family. I'm wishing you a wonderful holiday. If you'd like to set up a free mini session to see how coaching can help you experience a 2020 with 2020 confidence, please send me a message on social media or at HeidiBenjaminson.com. Becoming your true self is a gift the world is waiting to receive. I'll see you next week. <music>